0: and welcome back to another episode of the unofficial yet official podcast of American Crime. This is your girl Javis.
1: And I'm your boy Khalif. <laughs> Had to switch it up on you.
0: Just a little bit because usually Khalif is leading because he's so excited. So Khalif, why don't you tell them where they can hit us up at?
1: Well, you know, you can always find us at crossfire.crisad.net. You can also. Follow us if you got iTunes for the OS, OS users and Android for the, any of the Android users. You go there, click on the Android man, and you can download a friendly app and download us at any of your Android needs to get all our newest content. A
0: friendly app. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sooner
1: or later, it's going to be the Crossfire app that comes out. So you don't have to use any of the Android apps anymore. Eventually. Oof.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: work. I'm working on. I'm working on it. Working you got to tell it.
0: me something <clears throat> about that behind the scenes. Anyway, so remember that this is the second season of American Crime. You can find it on Wednesday nights nine ten nine Central on ABC or find it again at abc.com.
1: And then come back to us. And then you can chime in and give us your opinions. You know, I just want to give everyone a heads up, just in case you don't know the schedule. We usually like to, the show airs on Wednesday. We like to try to put out the show by Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday at the latest, because we want all people to get in their, con- their comments so they can be heard.
0: Right. I want to give you some time to catch the show We don't actually catch it during the weeknight. Because now that I am working full time, it is hard to come home and just plop yourself in front the tv i don't know how people do it because i'm like i don't want nothing to do with tv just give me feed me give me something to drink i'm take a shower good night
1: <laughs> that's exactly how i feel and i don't even have i'm like i'm like yet. a giant
0: baby <laughs> feed me and let's go to sleep <laughs> so uh let's talk about uh
1: well before we get in the road so far
0: mm-hmm.
1: we always usually give our opinion what did you think about this episode because you had some amazing things to say, and I'm surprised that, yes, you did. I am not going to tell you. Because I you usually caught it
0: live, so I was, like, commenting during the commercial break.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think you need to use your iPhone, the memo app, and just uh, record yourself. Because yes. she had, y'all, y'all, she had some really great things to say. So this is why I definitely had to pull this out. Uh-huh. I don't know. This episode, I'm just going to say I'm still kind of meh. But not as meh what as last meh episode. Mean? I'm not really for it or against it, but I like this one a little bit more than last time. But the first four episodes, they were batting 1,000.
0: I really enjoy this show um, because just when you're, like, getting into one storyline, they're, like, flashing. It's like something else. So it's always... For the ADD side of me, it is keeping me like, "What? What wait, what happened? Why did you flash to the next story? I wasn't finished watching that other thing. (laughs) It's like someone's clicking the the channel on me. So uh, I'm enjoying it so far.
1: Well, so now the road so far. The, so just, okay we're gonna well, get into the recap what did i say Cause I,
0: was, I don't I remember. necessarily
1: remember i did i was Uh-oh. trying to, well because i wanted to get in the second watch and i was really busy today uh, so i went to get okay. and got the second watch in, took my notes and uh-huh. came up with some ideas maybe it'll come up because i think we had we we're saying about the same thing oh
0: okay okay okay
1: so let's talk about the road so far
0: we'll just quickly recap
1: let's recap what's happening already so the show opens up cold open with flashbacks of the previous five episodes. The detective mm-hmm. shows the text and emails to Anne between Eric and Taylor. The detective asks asked Taylor, how is this rape? Because it seemed like you were flirting. Mm-hmm. The Marshall students pleading with, pleading Mateo's case to Dixon on his defense of all of us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Taylor is back at Marshall and nearly gets kissed in the bathroom by a boy. Taylor is talking to Anne about the results of the investigation. Eric's brother questions Eric's sexuality and motives for trying to kill himself. Mm -hmm. Dr. Graham is saying that the school should look to accepting Eric's return. We don't want to change people's belief, but how they perceive the issue. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have it the road so far.
0: Right. So as we can see, this is... um it's interesting this season. I'll just say this real quick. It starts out with a possible sexual assault at an inappropriate party um, by students at a private school. And now, like, it's ballooned much farther out. So now it's almost like we have so many societal issues going on that it's way past. So even when Taylor's like, oh, tell me it's over, you know, it's way beyond the, the sexual assault now. it's It's become... You know, like kind of a war of classes and race and it's kind many like, different things.
1: It's kind of like what I'm going to get to it later in the show, but kind of what Principal Dixon said when he was talking to the angry parents mm-hmm. and he's like, it's beyond me.
0: Right. So that this is principal. definitely be I mean, the situation with with Taylor has sparked a lot of different things and everything's interconnected. So it is it is definitely beyond Taylor and Anne at this point.
1: So now let's get into the current moment of the show, the morning the first the first scene we get to Eric in the morning I cannot
0: talk Eric in the morning
1: yeah <laughs> Eric gets up Eric gets up in the morning he goes to play ball by himself
0: uh-huh.
1: while he's practicing it's overlaid with the coaches telling the team that we should be leaders and accept we should be leaders accepting Eric back right but he seems to be having a hard time expressing Eric's gayness to the team
0: but see he has a problem talking about sexuality when it comes to children in general remember like he couldn't talk his daughter about popping it. He couldn't talk to her about, you know, how much she knows about sex and she should come talk to him. He has a really, it makes him really uncomfortable in general. So I'm not saying that like he's a homophobe. I just think when it comes to talking about sex with children it makes him really uncomfortable. Oh,
1: I wasn't saying he's a homophobe. I was just pointing that out. Like, once again, he can't have that Hard conversation.
0: About that. And I think that that's normal because I think a part of him, he, I, I call him a Puritan, that a lot of parents and a lot of adults now, and I'm an adult, I think, you know, we were way too young back then. And, you know, I knew kids who were sexually active and we think about all the consequences and, and emotional issues that come into play with that. Now with the consent thing, I also believe now as an adult that children are just too young to understand.
1: Well, it's kind like, of like... Um, I was watching Supernatural. Mm -hmm. This is a plug for one of my favorite shows. It's
0: a great show. It's a great
1: show. It's a great brotherly show. But one of the things like two girls that they had saved before are now living with the woman that they saved before. So she's kind of like raising these two girls that are old enough. Now one's in college. The other one's finishing high school. Long story short, the mom sees that one of the daughters have birth she has birth control pills that was not given to her by the mom oh, right but she didn't want to like talk to the mom she just kind of felt like wow you're just bold you got it out there you know like usually she you would try to hide or not hide them but you would put them away like she threw down her, her purse and they kind of don't worry about it but there's one well part- i
0: mean you gotta just just women know who are on the pill you gotta keep it in a place where you can remember to take it
1: and so, so you can't
0: just hide under your panties in the drawer.
1: Well, so the funny part was that Sam and Dan come where well, they're there mm-hmm. and the mom finally gets on the daughters about sex and stuff. And it just became a very awkward conversation <laughs> because these are two little girls. Or two When they were saved by Sam and Dan, they, they've known them for a long time. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like seeing their little girls grow up almost, kind of, and they're having this sex talk. Sam and, and Dean mom.
0: were having the sex talk with the No, girls. Sam
1: and Dean was there, and she's like... Oh, hey. as the
0: mom was having the like,
1: sex yeah, talk. Yeah, the mom was, like, just oh. throwing it out there, and she's trying to get Sam and Dean to back her up, and they're, like, looking like two kids with egg on their face, like, uh, uh, uh I don't know what to say.
0: Well, yeah. So, just this is... is best adult, just don't do it. <laughs> so, I was just... So,
1: hearing the coach talk to the team about this stuff... And seeing his, his him being uncomfortable, it was just really funny. Reminding me of he that. couldn't
0: even say the words. You yeah, know? He just like he, his, he never can. You know his his orientation.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he's like he's like before he was uh, uh, no um, mm-hmm. before his
0: uh, we we knew about his his
1: um, uh, orientation. Right. I'm like like you're introducing introducing him to a which, new business,
0: which cracks me up because my dad also had the thing to, to talk to me about. The homosexual lifestyle. My dad just mentioned, like, oh, well, you know, that other lifestyle. Then it's just like, what are you talking about?
1: (laughs) And so he goes on, he keeps telling him that we need the, you know, basically, Eric is one of our own Mm -hmm. and we need to show him that. But the team, while this talk is going on, I loved it because these kids these actors are really putting on like, I don't give a shit attitude. Mm -hmm. Cause they're kind of like, Kevin is like, Oh God, like, why are you talking to us about this? Oh, I don't want to hear this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then one of the team members says, coach, he's going to be taking a shower with us. That's messed up. (laughs) Like after all of that, that's the thing that they
0: say. Well, of course they're kids. And it's just like, but my whole thing is, Americans are just not that comfortable with nudity in general and being nude around each other, even of the same sex. So I'm like, I find it odd that they were even doing that before, you know, so I don't know. People can I've noticed how and I'm you know, we're from the South, so it's even more extreme down here. So, oh, yeah, Like, don't be naked. It's like, how does anyone get their groove on? You know, they got the shirt and they may just move things to the side. I don't know. Because it's like they really do not like naked down here.
1: So now we got an arc. So the next scene, you have Leslie Graham having an argument with Don, who's one of the board members. If you can remember, he was like one of the couples that was there.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think he's a board ones. member and a parent. I do believe of so, one of the, stu- of the students at the. And
1: school. I re- and it was just funny because he's like blasting her about supporting deviant activities.
0: Right, and, right.
1: And Don is expressing how he doesn't want Eric back at the school. Mm-hmm. Fear of not protect and because he's mad with her because if he comes there, if he's mad with Leslie for not trying to protect the school's image mm-hmm. and rules which I was kind of like image and rules. Mhm. Hmm.
0: Well, and she was kind of like, she was very firm about, I can't believe you're letting your personal beliefs come in the way of like what's best for for Leland, you know, uh, so.
1: Yeah, because they have to fight the public, they have to fight the public of, uh, the court of public opinion. Right. And we need to show that we can express our boy, you know, show acceptance of Eric when he comes back.
0: And she, she describes him, you know, as a confused kid who tried to take his own life. But as we see, Don sees Eric as totally differently.
1: Oh man, he's like uh, he's a do He's just a deviant behavior. He's mm-hmm. just a boy who got drunk and raped another boy. Right. You need uh, sorry I messed this up in my notes. Well, we
0: don't need to quote it, but basically just tell it. You know, you you can't you can't make a make a hero out of this kid. You know, you just, you just can't just create heroes.
1: Yeah, you just can't. Thank you. You said it much better mm-hmm.
0: than me. That's okay. I mean, I just thought that was interesting because you know, like. um when I mean, they talk about in politics, it's all about, you know, spin, right? That's what she's How good at. How do you spin it?
1: How do and you spin it? And so
0: you can just and to me, it's like, you know, politics they call him the rainmaker, oh, you know. Yeah. And so I want to nickname Leslie. She's like the hero maker. Right. Because she's trying to make this this kid who we we think is. I mean, I think he's a very confused and angry child who did try to take his life but he also is a confused angry child who may have raped another child, so.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so he goes in, and after the argument ends, Leslie walks into her office. She calls her assistant over it, and She's fiercely washing her hands. Mm-hmm. I thought this was, and he says, well, I'll get into my opinion. It says she gets her schedule ready. She needs to keep the assembly going to welcome Eric back Mm. and tells her to find an openly gay writer.
0: Well, she said a good writer. And if he's openly gay, that would be preferable.
1: Yeah. And so she's getting, I mean, you just hear. And then
0: she's lining them up. She's lining them up.
1: And so the lady starts telling her how she, her assistant tells her that there's um, a crisis. What they call that? Crisis? Crisis.
0: Management. Seminar
1: and they invited her to it, and they to be a speaker to be yeah. a speaker. And she says, Oh, these are your kind of people. I didn't get it at first because she's like, Do I detect sarcasm? And at first, I'm like, Is she being sarcastic?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I just think that Les, Dr. Graham Leslie, doesn't see herself as a crisis manager. I think she's trying to see herself as more like a humanitarian, maybe.
1: I don't know. I mean, she's actually trying to manage this crisis, but she's fighting everybody what, on all what sides. She does,
0: but yeah. Mm.
1: Sorry, so now we got Eric who returns home. The dad jumps his grits. Yeah, I know, jumps his grits mm-hmm. for taking the car and not knowing where he is. Mm-hmm. But then he says they need to get ready, go shower I know up.
0: what his dad wants to do. What is that? His dad wants to GPS him because he wants to know where he is at all times and what he's doing at all times because he, dad missed two very big things about his son. He missed that his child was homosexual. He missed that his child was in some criminal activity. Oh, though three things. And he missed that his child was depressed enough to want to take his own life. So now dad is like, I wanna I wanna know everything that you do of every minute of every hour. <laughs>
1: So I did find this funny when he says, "Well, get dressed. I'm gonna take you boys to school." And the younger brother says, "I I don't want to ride with him.
0: He doesn't want to be anywhere around him.
1: And mom That's doesn't want to do, be around because they they share a bed. I mean, they share a room. <laughs> yeah. So now you got Anne. So it, 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 Anne is talking to the lawyer. She's talking to a lawyer and saying that the school has acknowledged her complaints, but the school wants the suits dismissed. Of course." and says that they knew what was happening they were very aware mm-hmm. of what was happening and it's neglectful mm-hmm. the lawyer seems to try to keep things the lawyer is trying to keep things in perspectives
0: mm-hmm.
1: but and tells her do whatever it takes to expose the school right
0: so i don't i mean she thinks that they are they have like a lot of skeletons in their closet that they're hiding things and she she wants it out in the open and so she is not going to take the settlement. She wants to go to court.
1: Oh yeah, cuz yeah, the lawyer did tell her about mm-hmm. taking a settlement. She's like, "I don't want the money. I want them I want them basically to hang in front of everybody."
0: Well, you know, we we all want transparency. And uh it's hard to get that sometimes, so it is what it is.
1: So now you have Taylor and Luke.
0: I don't understand. Is, is Luke the boy from school?
1: Luke is the boy from school. Is
0: that the same boy from eighth grade? Do we know or not N- know?
1: No. Well, the eight, the boy from eighth grade was named Mark.
0: Oh, okay. Well, he's going through the Bible, it looks like. Okay.
1: <laughs> Next, he's going to have a boy named John. Mm. So then.
0: Well, I didn't really mean to say going through the Bible, I bet, like you know, the Gospels, right?
1: Well, close enough. Uh, (laughs) The good news is the good news, I
0: guess. (laughs) Anyway, so Taylor is at Luke's place, and they skipping. They're both skipping. I don't know. Is Luke an older kid?
1: No, they they seem to be both in the same. Why does Luke
0: seem so much older?
1: I don't know. Not to sound doesn't racist. Doesn't he seem like
0: a ag- girl? Doesn't he seem aggressive, though? Like.
1: Well, well, so let's just say what's he, happening He's a first. big boy. OK. So basically, Taylor's at Luke's house. Um, but Taylor seems really bothered about what's happening with him. So there as while they're talking, it mentions that they're skipping school. He's trying to talk to Luke about what happened. But Luke's says nothing
0: Luke- oh no he he mentions that he's going to a therapist yes and Luke is like why he's like I promised my mom I'd go after what happened he's like and then Luke says something I think was insensitive
1: he says well nothing happened to you
0: that you um, didn't want to happen
1: yeah you had a 3 you had a 3am hookup mm-hmm. and you you basically after it happened you freaked out Mm -hmm. So Taylor says he needs to leave to go talk to his therapist as Mm -hmm. Luke laughs. As Taylor stood up, Luke goes after Taylor and grabs his throat Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like in a choking motion Mm -hmm. and starts to kiss him, asking him, don't you like this? Mm -hmm. And Taylor, I like this moment from Taylor because it seemed like he's confronting, like he's standing up for himself. So Taylor responds, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And Luke asks, just stay with me some. And, mm-hmm. But Taylor says, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I think if he would have stayed a little longer, Taylor going to try to get some booty. I
0: think Luke was going to try to get some
1: Oh, sorry, Luke. Yeah, right. Luke. Sorry. Right. Not Skywalker.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So Mr. Tanner is taking the younger brother to school. And he's saying that the family is, that family is family, basically. That's all what this conversation is right. talking about. And they need to stick stick together and be strong for Eric because Eric has gone through a lot. And as they're pulling up on the school, you see the, the little small protest that was out there. Now you got parents and everyone out there. Mm-hmm. And also, it seems to be like a week or so has passed since the last. Since,
0: since the little protest began. Since
1: the last, yeah, since the right. last show. Right, right and so now we got taylor at his therapist
0: oh but i, I just wanted to come oh, back sorry, to that sorry that, go back to it that scene a little bit because you know he just gets through telling you know we need to be there for eric and he asked his son about it and his son says this is some some stupid process something stupid and it's just like you know this kid dad's also missing this one too so it's just it's just kind of interesting. Dad is clueless about what's going on in both, his house. Yeah, he just has no idea what what his children are dealing with. So, well, maybe it's that, sad.
1: Well, maybe that has something to play into the. Because he argument seems later. like a really
0: like, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll get back to that. Um, but he seems like a dad who does love his children, though.
1: So now we got Taylor at the therapist. Mm-hmm. Taylor's talking about how this, his. Mom, I,
0: I thought it was the first time we saw his face.
1: I think this is the second time, but
0: okay, I don't remember seeing his face before, and I was like, "Yay, we finally see his face!" It's like being on Peanuts or something. I actually, I thought see. it was like
1: remember remember the cartoon Inspector Gadget. No. Oh, you never saw Inspector Gadget?
0: I did, but okay, well, not much. There's it a bad
1: guy called Dr. Claw.
0: Is he the <laughs> one with the cat? He's the one with the cat. Oh, okay.
1: But you never see his face.
0: It's a cartoon. It doesn't matter.
1: But no, but I'm just saying, that's what I was feeling like every time. Oh, we're at the therapist. and talk to the same therapist. You don't see his face. You see and you just talking. Hear him,
0: yeah.
1: And you just see his handwriting something. It's really
0: because it doesn't really matter. But I just thought it was interesting.
1: So Taylor is talking about his mom's obsession about fighting Leland. I'm I'm thinking because he's mentioning this to the therapist maybe he's feeling abandoned again because you know like she's now all not worried about him per se but the image of him and she's attacking that. So maybe he feels like he's been dropped again. Mm. I don't know, but he wants to know when he can move past this situation. And I thought this was really interesting. And a therapist and, and he tells the therapist he is seeing a guy who doesn't get it. He mentions Eric doesn't get to, but he mentions that Eric doesn't get to hide from what he did. He's on, he's on social media. He's in every aspect of Taylor's life, but he doesn't feel it. Taylor does. I'm probably badly quoting him, but I'm trying to...
0: I don't know. We'll just keep going.
1: Well, so... (laughs) But he's doing this every... But he seemed like he's raping him every single day with every little thing that Eric does. What he doesn't really feel remorse for what he did. Okay. So he says he needs to do his exercises. He says he's not. He needs to write his issues down, give it a name, and confront them. Because right now... As Taylor's trying to explain how he feels, he's really incoherent. Like he hasn't really, he's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he asked a question about, he questioned Dr. Esposito's methods. And he says, How do you feel? Or some, I'm fit I'm to badly quote him, but he was talking about him, how he feels about trying to write everything down in a little book. When mm-hmm. does he have ever had to do it? Right. Does he have any books? He says, No, I don't have a book, I have books.
0: Oh, OK, so the therapist is also done. OK, that's fair enough. Good question. Well answered.
1: I know. I love that part because he's like questioning him. He's like, I know you got a Ph.D. I know you've been practicing, blah, blah, blah. But when did you ever have to do this? When did you ever receive I mean, it, a book? I it,
0: mean, it, it is it is valid. Not receive a book. Have to write a book about your feelings. <laughs> I'm
1: just quoting what Taylor said. Mm. So then you get a little in, at the end of that scene. Taylor's by himself at the school. He pulls out a little spiral notebook and he starts trying to write, confront his demons, mm-hmm. so to speak. Dr. Leslie Graham is talking to the lawyer. Now, the allegation is being held up by one witness with an unwavering story. And he's talking, if you guys remember, that's Evie who said that who can, who's a witness to how he was before and she, after. She,
0: yeah, she can corroborate some uh, some of the experience.
1: So, and they said if they could connect the party and stuff to the school and that the school knew about the tradition and did nothing, it's going to look really bad for them. And so the either, and he's trying to convince her that they, if.
0: Well, we already know that. So he's like, just give them, just throw money at it and let's move on. And she's like, no way, there's another way around it. So.
1: Yeah. So she seems (laughs) stubborn and they can't move on. So now you got Ann and Evie's dad. They're talking. This is really a short conversation trying to make sure that Evie will be involved with this.
0: She wants to make sure that Evie will back up the allegations so that, you know, they, they, there's at least one corroborating witness to everything. And the dad, Evie's dad's kind of like, you know, I, I I don't really know, you know.
1: Well, he's hesitant to say anything because it's not their school he's like that's Leland that's not our school
0: I guess he's kind of like you know your son's not there I think he did mention that you know he's not there anymore so why don't we just you know let it let it alone and she says what is it like let demons lie let yeah mm -hmm.
1: and she and but he says but they hurt Evie too and he said no Evie wasn't hurt by them he was hurt by your son I miss that (laughs) well basically she's like oh I know how he feels about her And he's just confused confused, right now. And I was like, what? We don't know this, but.
0: Well, I think, I think she does know. She's not talking about sexual attraction, though. Right. Taylor obviously has feelings for Evie.
1: He loves her in
0: whatever way he can or does. And I'm sure his mother is not talking about. I mean, that's not what she's talking about. So in a way, she's probably telling the truth. I know how he feels about her. He's just confused right now.
1: Oh, I know. I'm playing devil's advocate. She right
0: knows now. all the secrets.
1: Now we're back at Marshall. Dixon is having a aggressive negotiation with the Hispanic teacher. And the Hispanic teacher is dancing around the fact that he feels like a traitor with all this going on with all the Hispanic parents protesting Dixon at the school. Mm-hmm. And so he tells Dixon he want to take some time off. He wants to take some time off. And he's like, why don't you want wouldn't you support your people? And he throws out if a cop shot a black boy, wouldn't he be out there protesting also?
0: And Principal Dixon is like flabbergasted. Like, you're actually thinking that these two, those two things are anywhere in the same realm, you know, like a weirdo.
1: (laughs) And so he says, so you wouldn't do anything for your people? And he says, this school, all the people in this school are my people, mm-hmm. and he flips up, he flips the script and says, "Not the boys you suspended." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn!"
0: It's a suspension. I don't know why they're making such a big deal about it. I'm like, I really don't. It's like you, three days. The
1: dude broke the rules. I mean, come on, man. So then, Dixon, and, where,
0: and where are those boys' parents? Where are their parents? That's what I want to know.
1: Hmm. Deported. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know but Dixon says so then the guy says he's gonna take some time off anyway and he says I can't believe you're sitting here telling me that you're gonna like forcefully take days off I will have you dismissed if you leave and he said uh, well I'm leaving anyway because I have a union
0: right booyah Boy. and you know what if I was Prezel Dixon I'd be like F this man I don't need this in my life I retire <laughs>
1: I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I mean, to me, this is what I find interesting with the school.
0: I hate teachers, though, who don't have any backbone, you know? And that's what I see with this teacher.
1: Well, he's like, I feel like a traitor. I feel like a traitor. Wait,
0: wait, wait. You <laughs> an educator. <laughs> You're going to work. Get over yourself. And this is, and see, this is
1: the thing that I love about.
0: Tell p- your students to get their butts back in class. Well, see, this is the
1: thing that I like about Dixon. Because he's like, it's not, pardon the pun, he, he sees it black and white. Mm-hmm. he's like the boys jumped a boy and those boys that jumped the boy as you said in korea who does who looks the worst gets the <laughs> right. payment right so the black boy gets the look the worst and the other boys who did all the damage got the the suspension so really
0: when you think about it this is all over the fact that what's his mateo has some weird crush on every and he has possession he feels possession possession issues so i'm like all his little friends hispanic buddies or whatever all like oh he was suspended and i'm like you guys are totally barking up the wrong thing this is just a very jealous boy who got mad at another boy
1: for pushing up on evie okay all the time when taylor's locking lips with that girl Mm. 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 that's all i'm saying Mm. so the
0: next scene oh my gosh i was like horrified how did you feel
1: oh man i felt this is i'm not gonna lie i felt some compassion for eric
0: absolutely absolutely
1: which I, wanted, I guess is why
0: it was horrifying. I wanted to
1: go up and give him a hug and say, "Let's go get a beer."
0: Oh, he's too young. now to I beer. don't care. Take him for some ice cream.
1: I don't know. Some beer flavored cream ice cream. Oh I don't no, know. no beers. But I don't know. Eric is back at school during this prep rally. He's giving a speech saying how thankful he is for getting the chance to be back. But in they're school.
0: having the pep rally for a child who is suicidal, right? And I'm just like, that is not what you deal with a mentally ill teenager. You don't. Throw him in front of everybody and like, hey, I'm gay. Everybody, thanks for letting me back.
1: Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Let I'm a gay, gay ass man. Side
0: show, it's ridiculous.
1: Well, that's what I, I honestly. That's what I was feeling. I was like, oh, he feels like I'm. I'm pretty sure he feels like a sideshow. And the fact that while he's giving the speech. Everyone looks disinterested. no one cares
0: disinterested and uncomfortable. like what are we doing here? You know like it just it just was so as my brothers would say, forced,
1: yes, <laughs> forced so then the next scene. Eric is talking with Leslie. She tries to build rapport with him. She seems she's trying to come across as too ultra welcoming. I mean,
0: it's, it's the same pet rally. So you just see. I guess she's no, trying to. No, no, to- this
1: is after the pet rally. Oh, really? It's all kind of the same sequence.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I kind of abbreviate it. Because mm. then, well, after. Eric finished his conversation, it was really unimportant what coach had to say. because it got cut off anyway? So now we're in in Leslie's office and Eric is talking with Leslie. She's trying to build rapport with him. She talks to him about trying to talk to a writer about being an openly gay athlete.
0: Well, was just the whole thing was just so freaking phony because I don't even think she knew who this boy was before all this stuff started happening.
1: N- didn't know who he was, neither cared.
0: I mean, she probably like saw the name and was like, "Oh, we have a good basketball team," but you know, he wasn't really on her radar screen. And now all of a sudden she's supposed to like make nice. They don't even know each other.
1: But the most thing, but the most thing that I saw with this, is just that Eric seems pressured to come, you know, t- for his coming out well, party. Well,
0: that comes back again in just a little bit, right after Tatum's confrontation.
1: Yeah, so then you got Taylor's confrontation He goes to Ann's friend I don't remember the dude's name His name could be Bob for all I care I don't know, he he looks like Duck Dynasty But he talks about
0: Well remember, this is the couple The husband and wife couple who basically took, took care of Taylor I mean, yeah, Taylor while his mom was away getting better so um almost a year i think they had him and i think they've always been a part of his life since he was small oh, yeah so they're kind of like second set of parents basically
1: oh yeah so as he's sitting there you know he comes in he's like please don't make, let me make me be the one who covers for you for him skipping school mm-hmm. and he's like oh you're so badass you didn't come in here and swipe a beer
0: yeah so the i mean the the, the dad like guy is trying to make jokes and he didn't get a beer. He's just sitting there waiting for him to come home.
1: And he says, I just want to talk. And he said, well, let's talk. And and as they're talking, he mentions about a mistake he made. Mm-hmm. And then he says he lied.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, and immediately I was like, what did you lie about, Taylor? Mm-hmm. Tell us, what did you lie about? Mm-hmm. Because immediately, but no one lets him say this. They think, I think. Everyone feels like he's lying about his sexuality because everyone seems like they're pressuring him to fit underneath that label of being gay. It's also,
0: and I don't think he's quite ready to wear that yet.
1: I don't think so either. I think he's experimenting with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And he said, "But the man tells Taylor that everyone loves him, and he should have told his mom no matter what." Right. And he says, but he Taylor. And he mentions
0: that she's strong. She's stronger now.
1: Oh yeah, she's Again. much stronger now. But he thinks that his mom's going crazy because it's all about fighting Leland now.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And it's making her crazy. Mm. But then they, I thought what would be, what was becoming a good like father son moment almost. Mm-hmm. And they were like, remember we used Blow to go to the football up. game? <laughs> remember we used to go to the football game? He's like, yeah, remember that? The Colts versus the Packers? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. That was the
0: last st-? football game they went to. Mm-hmm.
1: And he said, well, why did we ever stop going? He's like, because you didn't want to go. And then Taylor remembers why he stopped wanting to go. Right. And he says, do you remember why? And he says, what? What happened? And he says, well, you stood up in front of me, start yelling, stop playing like queers. Mm-hmm. And you repeatedly... Mm -hmm. said it but in front of my face
0: and you've been raising me for eight months and so that kind of shuts them down and then taylor goes and gets a beer and leaves so i'm like i guess i was like drop the mic well yeah he
1: says why are you telling me this he says well i'm talking to a guy and he says i need to confront things so So i'm I'm confronting them them. (laughs) and then he gets up drops the mic Uh goes and grabs a beer and walks the hell out so what did you just, think about Eric's parents? Uh, I don't had like a Eric's mom.
0: I really don't.
1: I think his mom is weaker than a uh, jellyfish.
0: I, you know, um, unfortunately, there are some parents who really choose which child they invest a lot of time and love in. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you just may favor another kid over another, which is normal. But there are some parents who actually reject A child for and I've seen it happen like there will be like say five kids in a house and then you find that one of the kids has been starving in the closet and you're like well why did the mom reject that one and it's always like it's just some weird kind of psychological thing so for me I feel like this mother has rejected Eric and this isn't new her rejection of him I think this is like
1: it's blown up right because the mom and dad they're sitting at the kitchen table at the dad's place playing the blame game he's saying that the mom needs to come he needs the mom to be there a little bit more and she's like I was here for 17 years and I'm like who bitch who cares Mm -hmm. be there again
0: (laughs) I mean you don't just stop being a mom I mean it's I'm sorry it's a lifetime commitment
1: but I found the language that the mom was using very interesting as you said Mm -hmm. like she's rejected Eric she says the mom says that one is gay he raped another boy if he would have died we could have buried him at least as our son Mm -hmm. and I was like Ooh,
0: mm, I
1: ooh. And as a parent, That's awful. It is. It's the worst thing I think I've heard. Of.
0: Why would you? I don't know.
1: Why would she even phantom that? I,
0: I just think it's the worst thing to rather your child be dead. Well, it's also funny. Gay.
1: Well, it's also funny because she said we can't even go to church now, and I'm like, bitch, shut up. It's like
0: you can go. Well,
1: the dad said, we'll go to another church. And she said, it's not about that. And I'm like,
0: what? See, the dad is trying to just like accept it because in his mind, this is my son. No matter what ugly, horrible thing he's ever done or ever will do, I will always love him. He is my son.
1: Well, see, yeah, that's the thing. Okay. the mom's like,
0: no, I'm done with him.
1: He's gay. <laughs> you're like, he's you accept broken. This.
0: I don't want him. <laughs> and so like
1: you, you accept this, don't you? If he was drinking, would you accept it? And he was like drinking. It's not, the. it's like, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then he says, but then he said he can get better. And he's like, what? How can he get better? This just doesn't go away. Those people just don't get better
0: all right right
1: and then she asked the dad a very hurtful question he must have gotten us from somewhere did you touch him Mm -hmm. and i was like oh god why why did it have to go there Ah, but the mom says she doesn't want to face the issue. She just want to run away. She just want to run away. She want things to start over Mm -hmm. to start anew.
0: And then he reaches out and like hugs her. And I was like, you know, he is a very forgiving human being. This is a woman. He's going through an ugly divorce with and battling custody. And he's still trying to reach out to her and called him a child molester. And he's, and I was just like this. I really, I have a lot of respect for Eric's dad. He, he's just and he, you know he was accused of working too much you know and all this stuff and like yeah I think he he feels guilty he missed a lot of things he's gonna try to make up for it by being there now
1: and now we move on a short scene but the the LaCroix talking to their lawyer and the lawyer's just in this scene is just informing them that Anne is now suing Kevin for what happened right and this they're like what the hell how could she do this he's just 18 well because he's 18 and right. I was like and that's basically it mm-hmm. but this next scene I thought was really interesting I don't know who in the blue hell this guy is mm-hmm. Um, he's like um, I just labeled in my notes as Hispanic dad this
0: was the weirdest thing of the whole episode I'm like who are you did they miss something
1: I have no idea I've seen every episode up to now but I don't know who this guy is so it opens up you got this Hispanic guy talking to this white guy at a computer shop who's trying to fix his computer (laughs) and that guy's like you must have a bad sector on your drive like something must have tapped it
0: you know all this jargon (laughs) computer
1: talk and he says he can fix it you just need to give me time then it flashes to him making some grilled cheese sandwiches. And he says, Miha come eat. And so the girls come eat. Now they're at the table fixing their homework. And he's they're trying eating. to. Well, they're eating and they're doing uh, homework.
0: Sorry. But actually, it's not homework. I don't know if you caught it or not.
1: Oh, he's tutoring him?
0: No, not. I mean, well, yes, he. This is stuff above and beyond the level of that little girl. So he is teaching his children things beyond their normal age range. So this is not homework. Oh, yeah. Imaginary
1: numbers. Well, he said like double up I or something uh, like that. And it becomes real.
0: Anyways, it, it it was well above their level normally. So it's not homework. Except that dad is doing extra outside of that with them.
1: But then so he that goes, might
0: come back. It's important later.
1: Maybe. But then he goes into his room. And he gets an instant message like AOL Messenger. I don't know if people still use that. But the message I had to look at this scene a couple times because mm. the the instant message box says, Stop, stop it, please stop. Mm. And then he responds, Now you know what it's like to be assaulted. Yeah. I had to go back and look at this a couple times. I was like, "What did he write?" And he's like, "Now you know what it's like to feel assaulted." It's, it's a big mystery. It's 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 a big mystery. I don't
0: know. Maybe this. Maybe this is. Maybe this is okay. No, let's not try to. We're gonna leave it as a mystery, and hopefully, next episode we'll find out more.
1: I don't know. I just thought it was inter Maybe I was. Well, I'm gonna just say this. I gotta say this. Maybe it wasn't his kids. Maybe he is a like an old looking high schooler who works at a family computer shop. I don't know.
0: I don't know. That's, I don't know how that matters. <laughs>
1: well, cause I was thinking, what if this is Mark and this is somebody that Taylor was talking to and the message that he's sending Taylor. Now, you know what it's like to feel to be assaulted.
0: Oh, come on. No, not even close. I don't know. I'm just saying, Yeah. just throwing it out there. Okay.
1: So, and, now you got Anne versus Terry. I was waiting on this. Waiting on this and I feel right
0: confrontation. Yeah, I was waiting for them to meet as well. But I didn't think it was going to be like this.
1: So Anne, Anne is at... A, at work. Yeah, thank you. She's at her mm-hmm. job and Terry runs up saying your son's a whore and he needs to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Then and La-
0: and Anne says, you need to leave
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> the the screen goes black And then it shows that Mr. LaCroix is sitting in her car Discombobulated outside the restaurant mm-hmm. The cop comes up and asks her for ID Tells her she needs to go home And I love that line What was that line? If you don't have any business here, then you need to go home?
0: Right, yeah And It's just like, yeah, you ain't got nothing else to do Just go home
1: and as she walks... And then it flashes again at her house. She's walking up the stairs. She walks her her husband, Michael, and just breaks down in his arms. Mm-hmm.
0: And but she, I was told... We were totally robbed. So I don't even care how that went down. Because I know that they have a good marriage. So I'm not... I mean, how many scenes do we have to see that they love each other? Okay, we get it.
1: <laughs> I know. I was just... I mean, I'm serious. Like, I was just... I was waiting on something like,
0: Bitch. I wanted to see how it went down. I mean, okay... Miss LaCroix, she comes in there and she is so mad. And then Anne is just like, you just need to get out.
1: You need to leave. And it's like,
0: so how did we get from that to her actually being out in her car? Like, how did Anne intimidate her enough to get it? See, I don't get it. Like. Uh.
1: <laughs> i have no no earthly idea
0: so then you know that was like the climax that we were robbed of and then boom now you know we're we're back to the the next thing and it's eric again i'm try- i'm kind of getting tired of this kid really
1: I'm tired of saying this kid because <laughs> I mean, but I think this episode was mostly about him and playing up this theme that I think I've made notes about, but it's somewhere later in my notes. But Eric,
0: well, let's just sum up what this kid has to well, do Well, basically now. he's talking, he's What's talking he to gotta him. What's he got to do now? <laughs>
1: well, basically he's talking, Leslie got the writer, the openly gay writer, who's a good writer to come talk to Eric. He's questioning Eric about being openly gay and Eric just seems frustrated He's like, why must I speak up for every gay kid now?
0: Right? Why am I now the gay athlete representative? I mean, for real, I'm just a little high school kid. Yeah, I'm he said, I'm school. just trying
1: to get back into school, man. I just want things to go back to normal. And he keeps questioning him about being gay. He said, but you are openly gay, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm gay, but I'm not a faggot. And I love this Ooh. line. And I was like, is there a difference? <gasps>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm joking I'm, joking. A bigot. I'm joking I'm joking But just the way joking. he said
0: it We saw that The anger flash again Right Oh
1: and Ooh, This child
0: needs therapy
1: He needs to talk to somebody Because I think that other dude Fucked him up I mean messed him up
0: What other dude
1: The one he was making out with In the car That he didn't like like that
0: No but I think he's been angry Oh This is how it all comes back I'm gonna say this really quick um, The mother rejecting him she probably has done this since he was very small after having the second boy. So maybe she she loves the second son more than the first. So this is where that anger comes from. And that, and that he's known he's different since he was small. And maybe it's like, I am different, so my mother doesn't love me. And that difference is now given a name, and that name is homosexuality. And that is why my mom doesn't love me, and I'm mad.
1: Maybe. Or maybe, or what if he never was, Psycho-analyzed. Hold, on. hold on, here's another thing, what if Eric never was gay, but this whole, hold on, check it out, the mom is deflecting all her anger onto the dad, it's the dad's fault, nothing she had to do wrong, right, so then, what if Eric, from a small kid, never knew, that he was gay and he was seeking acceptance well, outside he, the home he wouldn't and know then he found is. and then I know he wouldn't know nah, but then no. he gets tangled entangled with some guy who turns him out
0: uh, Yeah no no I think I think Eric's definitely gay And and you know that could be the rejection from his mother cuz they always say that you know when they're small and that's probably why his mother's like ooh no not this one
1: Well, (laughs) so as the writer is talking to Leslie, he seems upset and they're leaving. He's upset with Eric's actions. And she says, this is just too big of a deal that he's not ready to deal with. And so he seems really upset with using the F word. And he says, well, just, you know, bear with him. Mm -hmm. And she seemed to convince the writer to change his mind about Eric. Right, right, right. So after... She convinces the writer to change his mind. We flip over to Dixon having a meeting with the Latino family. You just say
0: Principal Dixon. Oh
1: sorry. Principal Dixon is talking to the parents of the the parents that are protesting and the kids of the sorry. The, the, no, parents,
0: the parents parents of the students at the school. So Some the, of them their kids are protesting.
1: So the parents are voicing their opinions of Dixon favoring the black kids over the Latinos. The parents are talking about standing up for what is right, not for what is black. And he's <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, What the hell?
0: Yeah, don't they know what is black is what is right. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: <laughs> and then he mentioned how and one of the parents mentioned how he's against feeding the kids.
0: Right. It goes back to that very first episode I think they talk about the breakfast
1: program The element O P thing Whatever the hell The alphabet soup.
0: Anyway And so
1: the So one of Which the Which is
0: just basically I'm not gonna let them eat breakfast late During class
1: Yeah I know That is stupid I mean I I, <laughs> I mean honestly It's not about being black or Latino But if yo ass
0: If they was that hungry They'd be at school on time That's, that's what I'm saying Stop bullish. Shoot!
1: <laughs> huh, yeah, I mean,
0: got me missed. <laughs> I
1: mean, hell, how many? I mean, fans, if you're listening, how many of you? End up, showed up late to school and got a breakfast muffin because you were late.
0: Right? You don't get rewarded for being late. Here's some breakfast. No, no, no. I
1: mean, I'm pretty sure they'll just keep showing up late.
0: Shoot. How many of you have been late knowing you got a free meal and you was late to that free meal? Hmm. You know, when you get that free breakfast at the hotel and it ends up like nine o'clock, you know, you down there at seven. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. You know it. You know it.
1: (laughs) And so then the mother... the. The mother of the daughter who criticized Dixon for um, defending the black kids mm-hmm. over the Latinos saying that now her daughter has to go to truancy court. And mm-hmm. he's like, because she's missing school.
0: Right. She broke the but rule.
1: She's, she's at school. She's holding up a sign. Yeah. But she's not in class. She's outside the school. She's not in. And the She school. said, well,
0: you could do something about that. And I'm <laughs> like. He could, but why would he?
1: And he says, well, basically, these are the rules.
0: Right. And he's all, and you can tell he's about following the rules. And that's what she goes back to what she said earlier about him being just seeing things black and white, so to speak. Oh, yeah. There's there's rules. And if you don't follow the rules, there's consequences. And that's also in the rule book. And so I did what I was supposed to do and had nothing to do with, you know, what I didn't even think about Hispanic versus. But I saw three boys beating up one boy stomping him and i took i broke it up and i threw those those boys out of school now that's the rules
1: <laughs> exactly and why
0: should i have to explain myself to anybody you know you and, know the rule
1: and so and he's like but the parents keeps asking how is any of this right and i'm just like because it's the rules you lazy mother
0: your kids are bad
1: if you got bad kids, you stop making up excuses for their bad and if behavior. if they really
0: want a cause to go after, they go after a cause that actually matters. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like immigration reform. There you go. So, Dixon, so after the whole meeting, Dixon and the superintendent are talking. The the superintendent is telling him that he did a good thing
0: yeah but because remember he's non-confrontational right no he and doesn't she knows like the, it and she's like well it was it was right for you to talk to the parents even if it didn't end up well
1: he says but you're you have to face things head on right and most people don't respond to things until it's in their face right so and i was thinking possible thing for the episode hmm and he doesn't want confrontation but he she really feels a lot of good may come out of this issue
0: and it may it may be we don't know yet
1: we don't know but i i find it interesting so then we move on to kevin oh man so you got the basketball so this is this sequence was really interesting because kevin kind of orchestrated this entire thing Mm -hmm. so you got the basketball team kevin the point guard star point guard captain bringing up the ball who's taking he's think he's michael jordan being one on five eric is on the wing wide open i he know you love basketball but let's
0: skip all the basketball no, talk and i
1: no he's he okay he's
0: they, o- they saw it anthony they saw i'm
1: it. just saying it woman <laughs> so eric's on eric's basically eric is wide open but eric but Kevin refuses to pass him the ball mm-hmm. as well as the other teammates and they're forcing up shots but and they're, they're losing. They're ignoring him. And mm-hmm. so as this is happening, the the team seems to be the team is losing, the crowd is chanting Gayland High School. The
0: other school is The other
1: school, that. they're chanting And that. so
0: then Leland students are actually leaving the game. Oh,
1: pissed off and they're leaving and they're all looking at Eric and kind of blaming the situation like mm-hmm. Body language is blaming Eric, and Eric just looks like crap. Like, mm-hmm. he just ate a shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. And so Leslie and the coach look disappointed as the students begin to walk out the game. In the locker room, one of the members asks the t- everyone else, does anyone else want to go eat? Mm-hmm. Eric says he wants to join, but Kevin points out that Eric has things to do. hmm And basically excludes him from going. Yep. And then we get to the table. They're all having dinner. Kevin is doing his rant about how bitches are always out to get you. <laughs> and they need to be dealt with.
0: But look, I started with my mom told me.
1: Well, no, he what said. that cute? Well, he said, bitches always trying to play you. My mom said, bitches always trying to play you. And that dude, he's a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? He says, and I was like, what do you know about back in the day? He like, back in the day, just be simple. You treat a bitch, and you you know, pop, pop. <laughs> Then it's over. Like,
0: you know, smack him around. Like, he's Ike Turner. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So,
1: and so he says... But so he, he's
0: fired up, you know. And so I find it interesting. There's a part of Kevin that is still friends with Eric. And he's not blaming Eric for the situation. He is blaming the victim. I thought that was key. Because remember, way, 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 way back when it first started to hit the fan, the the lawyer, Kevin's lawyer asked him about the sex that he had with I forget her name Valerie and he said was it consensual and he said I don't know I think so so to me it is like all coming full circle where maybe this is how Kevin doesn't always see things clearly Clearly, yes
1: well so I mean he really focused on that the fact that he's a bitch Mm -hmm. and he came there like some bitch who came to get turned out Mm -hmm. and then he says but he ain't a bitch He's a dude. So there's no reason he can't get dealt with. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I got to go, guys. And he stands up and leaves the table, leaving the rest of the Neanderthals to To
0: think about soak in their thoughts. Now, do you think he purposely Do, do you think Kevin knows his power of manipulation or do you think he was just, you know, being boisterous and just voicing his frustration?
1: Honestly, Kevin understands the power that he has. He knows he has the power he does. But his mom is like, this is my diet. This is my diagnosis. This is my um, synopsis of Kevin. Kevin's a young black boy whose parents have like grown up in a situation and worked hard to get to where they are. So he has privileges that their parents didn't have that they're really so invested in him having. So, But
0: is he a master manipulator?
1: Hold on. So, you got a dad who's an architect. You got a mom who does whatever the hell and controls and, you know, just cleans up stuff. She's Olivia Pope. I don't know. But um, he's learned this trick of how to deal with individuals. He can't do it with his... You can't bullshit or con a con, man, because his parents know how to con people and just... Where's your proof? I don't mean con as a negative. I mean, like... You
0: can't. I'm talking about Kevin I'm not talking about his parents where's, where's your proof that he can manipulate oh just
1: the way he okay look at the way he's filling, on, he filling up Nikki and Nikki just like oh, oh but I want Kevin to like me so immediately he's trying to show interest in a girl but the interest that he wants is sexual but the girl wants him to recognize that I'm a girl you should treat me as such but then he, he willingly neglects her purposely
0: for those and of you who don't remember, his- it, it's the scene at, when he's at the the little dinner club with his parents. and he's, But see, but then hold the on. next scene, he's Hold all- on. <laughs>
1: another, and then another moment. Well, you don't tell me, me to
0: hold on. I want to talk about that as evidence. I don't think that's hold evidence.
1: On. Let, me, let me give you my next point mm-hmm. of evidence until you get a rebuttal. Then, at this moment, knowing that Eric is his friend, but purposely excludes him because he doesn't want the team because he knows Eric, I mean, Kevin knows the team is unsettled with his sexuality and he wants to be and Kevin wants to still be friends with Eric, but he has to save face with the other shallow guys that are on the team. (laughs) So he knows this and he's playing that up as his henchman and he throws it out there just gently inception his fellow teammates and they're going to do basically kind of read between the lines. Another moment. Actually, I don't have another moment, but
0: he's I don't think Kevin's that bright in in that retrospect. And I'll say why he immediately breaks down. He thinks he's in trouble because he has no idea what to do. He is very vulnerable with Nikki. He tries to make up with um whatever the girlfriend's name was with the bracelet and chasing her and trying to do that you know so I don't think he's good at manipulation and so the thing with Eric not including him during the game which is basically because Kevin is pissed at him he's like personally we are beefing but I'm not gonna blow up in your face cause his parents are not the blow up in your face type of people normally so he's developed a way that like you know what I'm cold shouldering you so you know that I'm mad at you but I'll get over it you know so- so
1: so you're telling me it's a chick fight.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a chick fight. Yes, it is. So I'm just, I mean, that that's how I feel. I don't think, I think Kevin was just, I honestly think he was just voicing. And we might find out later he's like darker than that, but I really don't think so. I think it was his voice and his frustrations, and, you know. Oh, but he's a dude. I mean, we really could kick his butt. <laughs> but whatever, you know, I got to go home curfew and whatnot. So.
1: Hey. Ugh. How about this? I know this is a prediction for later, but I'm gonna just say it now since we're on the subject.
0: What if Kevin Stop and sucking into the mic, man?
1: What if Kevin sucking and teeth. Eric had a little thing going on? and you know I don't care let's no. finish the episode <laughs> uh, well I'm just saying what if he had a little what if they had a little thing going on and then you everybody's know everybody's gay once in a while well this is what I'm saying so it's like oh this is my first time this is your first time so it's beautiful together we'll share this but then all of a sudden you throw the captain's party where you're both supposed to like go do chicks you invite a dude over
0: I tell you why you're wrong why because eric was playing all those games and saving face and trying to show him pictures of hot chicks and all that stuff so really i think eric hit it and he hit it very well and when kevin finds out that he actually the realness about him he's kind of pissed you know because it's like why you know why
1: would you keep this for me
0: let's just talk about people of color. I'll just say real quick, we like people to keep it real, right? And here you are, we supposed to be best friends. And you didn't know, keep keep, you making all this like, hey, look at this girl. Oh, what are you, racist? You don't want to look at this hot white chicken. It's like, dude, what was all that about? You know, and he was overly masculine. And so I think that sometimes that probably got on Kevin's nerves. And so now to find out the truth, he's kind of like, man, Get out of here with it. Well,
1: I did like the fact when he said, like, when he's talking to the guys and he's like, he's a bitch. And one of the other teammates like Eric. No, no, no. The other boy. (laughs) Right, right,
0: right. So it's just like, no, Eric. You know, so I just think that uh, and it's hard in our community, black community to deal with people who are homosexual. We don't really have, you know, we don't really usually deal with it very well. So but we have set it up and Eric has called Taylor. And said, "Oh, we need to talk. Meet me uh-huh. here at this time." Don't be a bitch. Yeah,
1: he's such a. But d- we need to talk. Don't he's be a bitch.
0: Such a I swear.
1: Come on, man. Need to talk. Don't be so a bitch. So I'm like,
0: oh, okay, maybe they're trying, but then we find out it's a trap.
1: As as Taylor's walking up, mm-hmm. and the team is sitting in a car, like in the dark. Mm-hmm. As he's walking up to the rec center, the boys get out the car. Mm-hmm. Taylor sees and starts hauling as. Right. But they go and catch him.
0: Oh, we don't know if they caught him.
1: Oh, I'm going off what I saw from... Oh, right, right. Week. The
0: previous next week. So they do...
1: They, I assume they... Okay. They, yeah, they, they let's, got let's, him. Let's go but back. not in we, this scene. <laughs> we assume that they are chasing him. And then it So cuts. then the
0: show ends. No,
1: no, no. So then Leslie calls Michael Bryant, the lawyer, while this is happening, and says, we need to... Con- the, the lawyer, we need mm-hmm. to consider an offer of settlement to get this... G- to get this over I
0: don't think that's that important I think
1: it's important because it shows that now the
0: lawyer already mentioned this earlier
1: no the lawyer did mention it it's important because Anne has been fighting (laughs) this from the get go to try to spin it if you will and now she's
0: Anne isn't fighting to spin it I mean Leslie's been fighting Leslie
1: has been trying to like spin it and the lawyer's like dude just throw money at it (laughs) Put it underneath the rug and she's like no we don't need to do anything we're gonna win this in pr but all of a sudden nothing is going well and so now she's like
0: i mean she sees she's dealing with eric doesn't want to play he doesn't want to play his part
1: he's so. not playing ball so then
0: and then oh we missed it no we we mentioned it i think with the, the situation the basketball game is what made her think oh let's just go to settlement so now let's wrap it up <laughs>
1: So now you got now you have Mr. Mc, Mr. Lacroix talking to the detective. And he's basically feeling he can't do anything. He's not a man. He can't protect his family. And so he asked the cop to find some stuff on Anne. because no family is clean. Everyone has skeletons in their closet. And the thing I found interesting is that he, he The cop says, tells Michael, do you know what you're asking me to do? And he says, man, don't do it for me. Do it for Terry. Do it for Terry. So it made me think, who in the hell is this detective? Is he a relative? Is he just a good friend? Is he an old boyfriend that just won't go away? That, you know, she keeps as a good friend?
0: I just think LaCroix, he should have gone to private investigator with this because that's what they do. I mean, going to... A friend who's a cop is totally inappropriate puts him in a bad situation
1: it does it because now he looks biased and he's They already asked him to intervene and to intervene in an investigation Mm -hmm. now they're saying he
0: didn't do which
1: he didn't (laughs) do but now we need you to step outside your boundaries of a cop and pull up dirt on folks
0: yeah and that's you just need to hire a private investigator to do that that's what they do they're they they work in the shadows
1: and that's the wrap. That's the wrap up. That's the end of the show. Until next week.
0: <laughs> so there's that cliffhanger.
1: Hmm. I already gave you my opinion. Yeah, your we prediction? already talked
0: about some predictions throughout the show. So, I mean, I don't really have anything else to add to that.
1: Neither do I. <laughs> so where can they find us? You don't know where they can find us. Jesus Christ!
0: I don't, I don't know. Like, what? I
1: how do you, know. how do you work for this company?
0: I don't know. What you, where can you at home, at my house, or at work? <laughs> where can you find us? Uh, Facebook.
1: Well, uh, for for those of you,
0: you already heard the beginning. Crossfire, Crossfire. Oh, she's <laughs> just
1: yelling. Jesus,
0: I am because I'm ready to go, man. Aren't We're you just, guys ready to go? Ready to see next week's episode? Woohoo!
1: Well. On that note, you can find us at Crossfire.Crusade.Net. Remember us on Facebook at uh, um, Facebook Ke.FriendlyFire, and always you can email us your retort, your comments at Flatfoot at And on that note, I'm your boy Khalif,
0: and I'm your girl Jamies.
1: We're gonna catch you next week.
0: Bye. <laughs>